And so I says, gamer, I hardly know her. <laughs> oh, hey, folks. Didn't see you there. Hey. Welcome to Casuals, an outsider look <laughs> at the video game industry. I'm your host, Kenneth Herbert. <laughs> How was that? Did I do good? Gamer, damn near killed her. <laughs> oh, that's... Thanks, Kenny. That was that was great. I'm uh, the other host, Matt. I'm Matt Devine, I, and we are here to talk to you about video games today. Uh, Kenny, how long did it take to write that one? Uh, you were it, up all night. You were up all night. I was boiling on that for like a week, and I was like, uh, I went through like multiple iterations. I had Jess sit yeah. down. I was like, Jess, listen to this. Tell me, can you give me some notes? Let me know if this is good, because I, I have to bring my A game. I can't let Matt down on this. Did you? Did you? Did you like pitch a type five to your wife? What? Like, hey, check this. Here's my set. Oh were, yeah, yeah. Were you like trying the to give her like, a comedy pitch? routine? Were you trying to give her a comedy routine? Yeah. Um, <laughs> she didn't laugh. But what's well, the deal with video games? <laughs> I actually said that at some point today. I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> you were looking in the mirror. And I, you just I, said, "What's the deal with video games?" I, and then your face went deadpan again. I I said it to Jess. And I don't know why. I actually literally said that today. Mm. But anyway, um, now time to get serious. This is why we are the 159,000th top rated podcast in the video game subcategory for ages 22 to 30 for white male in Pennsylvania. That's our demographic. that's That's why we are so high up on those charts. Dude, our last episode had six listeners. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty fucking good. I, I think it had six listeners. I might be high, I might be selling it a little high there, but yeah. You and I count. You and I count. I I don't listen to our podcast. It's garbage. I listen. It's bad. Hey, I, I I listen to you right now. You listen to me. And then I listen three times over while I'm editing it. So fuck fuck actually. You want you want I actually do? I hit that bow, bow, I hit that mark is played button on Spotify. I'm like, I hope that counts. Yeah, it's fine. That, that counts. <laughs> Sure. Anyway, um, we want to talk about some video games. Uh, I think uh, bleh. so. Uh, a topic that we've been discussing uh for a while now is kind of gonna come full circle. Okay. Uh, right, right now because the Scott Pilgrim game finally re-released uh last week, and I bought it, and I played it. Okay. And now I'm going to give a my quick little summary, my little review of the game are you so, cool with that kenny yeah i'm i'm it's not that i'm not gonna play it it's just that scott pilgrim isn't the kind of game that you can lose enjoyment by being spoiled from it yeah oh yeah there's and this is like a non i mean look when it comes to scott pilgrim there's three maybe four forms of media that come with it and they're all pretty great there's the film mm-hmm. uh which is fantastic in its own way there are the comics which are fantastic in their own way there's the soundtrack to the film. It's kind of an offshoot. And then there's the video game, which is kind of an amalgamation of both and then also its own thing. So there's really like a, it's like a three-pronged uh, set of attacks that the, the the Scott Pilgrim franchise throws at you. And they're all fantastic in their own way. So you can enjoy each one mm-hmm. without really getting into the others. But um, the game finally re-released 10 years after it was delisted. Well, not 10 years. I, I think it was like uh, seven or years, whatever. Yeah. It, it, it was delisted in like 2014, 15 or some shit. But it's finally back now, and a lot of fans are happy, and I got it on the Switch. And I got to say, I am unimpressed. Oh, no. So I played Scott Pilgrim the game uh, the first time back when it came out with our beloved chum Tristan before he died. Uh-huh. Uh, or I think, he, no, he moved to North Carolina. Either way, he same difference. Might as well have died, he went down so. south, yeah. He, he got COVID like the week it came probably he's in the south so he's dead he now. might be patient but, um, zero or patient not one at least i wouldn't be surprised so. he's a very translucent guy <laughs> he's very pale if you put a flashlight up behind him you can see his fucking organs he's definitely a vampire so, uh, right <laughs> he might be yeah i don't know i love tristan <laughs> he's, um he's great sorry but, for uh, listening to this. he's not listening to this shit. <laughs> he's not listening to this no uh actually he might i don't know anyway um <laughs> so i played it for the first time with tristan and we stayed up all night playing it together on his xbox and we had a really good time doing co-op and I that gave me these really fond memories of this game. So replaying it, I downloaded it on my Switch. I went to work. I do most of my uh, Switch gaming at work because I have a job that's very relaxed. If I'm not like, if I don't have anything to do at work, it's like I don't have to find busy work. It's not a you have time to lean, you have time to clean kind of places. 
So once I get all my work done, I can do whatever the fuck I want, which is really cool. I, I fucking love my, my, my job and my boss for that. So I usually play some video games there, and I uh, played Scott Pilgrim there. And as I was playing it, I just... There was a something missing. It, did, it didn't feel the same. And I'm thinking, I'm like, why is this not as fun as I remember it? Why is it more frustrating? Why am I not having a good time? There's miss, There's this X factor that's missing. Co-op. That is so sad. That is so Co-op. sad. And so, yeah, so I played it through my uh, by myself, and I just didn't have a really great time with it. And it was kind of unfortunate. Um, still, I mean, the game didn't change. Uh, the Switch port itself uh, is not that great. The, there's some screen tearing on the handheld mode that I noticed, which is very frustrating. And uh, sometimes if you're playing handheld and you take the Joy-Cons off, every now and again it won't register the Joy-Cons when you reconnect them and your character will get the shit kicked out of them. That only happened once or twice, but it's something I still want to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there was an X Factor missing. I played a uh, single player and I did not have a good time. Then I played with my two roommates... And all of a sudden, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World on the Switch is, like, the most fun game I've ever fucking played. So it's a party <laughs> game for sure, then. It's a party game. Yeah. It's a party game. Do not play single player if you're going to play this game. It's a fucking party game. Um, it's still... And you know what? I played it on the big screen with my friends. We all had a good time. I played with the single Joy-Con, uh, not but two of them, mm-hmm. and I had a good time with that. So much fun. Definitely pick it up if it's on sale. Or, I mean, it's 15 bucks. You might as well support the game. Yeah. Buy it physical. And, uh, yeah, no, I had, I had a good time with it. One more thing before we move on, though. Of course. Ah, ah, this game, this game. I hate the the state of things now in this fucking industry. Microtransactions? Digital, all that shit. No. Okay. Close. Close, though. Close. So, watch any trailer for this fucking game, and you'll see that it's the complete edition. It comes with uh, Knives and Wallace as playable characters, which is cool because Knives and Wallace are characters that I really like from the original comics mm-hmm. that I couldn't play in the game when I originally played it because I didn't get the DLC at the time. So I was excited to play as Knives and Wallace. I popped the game in. I'm about to play for the first time. I don't see Knives. And I'm like, oh, do I just have to unlock her like later on in the game? Oh, whatever. So I'm playing the game, and I don't see knives. I'm like, why? So I look it up. You need a Ubisoft account to unlock knives in the game, along with leaderboards and some other bullshit. And so now Ubisoft account is free. Yes. But it's but... still pretty shitty that you're advertising a complete edition of a game and not because what if I what if I download it at my friend's house and I go back home and I don't have Wi-Fi? A lot of people seem to forget that there are people that still don't have internet connection, especially if you maybe don't live in a developed nation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's a really slimy thing to do is to hide characters behind not a paywall but an account wall. And now I have a fucking Ubisoft account, and you have to unclick all the shit so you don't get all those emails. It's just frustrating. It's bad business, and I don't agree with it. it. But those are my thoughts on Scott Pilgrim overall. It's also incredibly obnoxious when every game wants you to sign up for their own account, and I'm getting, like, 50 million emails. Like, Because yeah. that's what they want to do. They want to, like, advertise to you. So it's like, yeah. sign up for Ubisoft. Sign up for our Origins thing. Like, stop, please. Like, you can't yeah, all have a piece of the pie. <laughs> yeah, the pie is gone. It's very, very, very frustrating, um, which, you know, that kind of uh, leads me to another thing I want to touch upon real quick. How do you feel? So um, recently, Nintendo, uh, they put out two games, two very unique games on their eShop. This was um, a couple weeks ago when they announced this. So it's a little late to the game, but one of the games just released so we could talk about okay. it. Okay. Uh, two unique games, Control and Hitman 3. Hitman 3 just came out. Now, Kenny, are you familiar with how these games have been released on the Nintendo Switch? No, but I am looking forward to getting Control in like a week when it drops free on PS4, though. Okay, so check this out. Control and Hitman are now on the Nintendo Switch. If you have a Nintendo Switch, you can purchase those games. Okay. The Cloud Edition. You get Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII yes that's fantastic isn't it weird that that's only for the switch (laughs) that's whack no so so no so you can play these games but you need to have a stable internet connection because you don't actually download the games or have them on a game card you're streaming you play them via you're streaming them oh what the fuck how weird is that so now i'm a bit hot and cold on this i'm a bit hot and cold on this because on one hand 
if it lets people play maybe larger titles that just cannot get on the Switch any other way, and you just really want to have it for your Switch, then you know what? Interesting, cool, fine, whatever. And if you have the internet service to, you know, the internet provider, the high speed to, to maintain that, that's pretty cool too. Good for you. But I don't have the best internet. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot of people that have the best internet. Also, if you're playing handheld mode, you can't really plug, you can't plug that into an, uh, into an Ethernet cable to get better internet. Yeah. So you kind of have to make a sacrifice there. Now, granted, it does do something really interesting where it'll give you a free trial of the game first. So you can play 10 minutes of the game to see if it's stable enough to play before they won't even let you purchase it. They won't even let you. Yeah. So, and this is another thing that I like how they're doing this. You have to have a good internet connection or they will not sell it to you. You have to play the game for 10 minutes before you can purchase it. Um, before it even gives you the option to, which, you know what, at least they're covering their ass. And that seems that that's cool. I I like that. If you're going to do it, there's a good way to go about it. And I feel like that's it. Um, it still sucks that I can't play it because I have a shitty internet service and I like the switch as a mobile device, not as a home console, Yeah. but the options there. And you know what, if there's even five people that like it, then it's worth it. Good for them. You know, I was actually completely cold on it until you mentioned the fact that you might not even be able to play it on the switch at all. Because then it's like, well, what can we do until we get, like, the Nintendo Switch Pro? But also, um, in addition to, like, what you said about, like, you have to play it, they have to check your connection first. That's actually what PlayStation Now does when you try and stream games with them. Um, Before you sign up, it's like, how good is your connection? And it actually gives you, like, a connection test thing. Um, Because they're like, well, we don't want you to pay, you know, for the service if you can't use it. So that's very cool. Very consumer friendly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but something that I note, I have a theory. Okay. You want to hear my game theory? <laughs> I, I That might be copyrighted, but I'll hear your video mm-hmm. game theory. I'll, I'll hear you your video my, game idea. This is my Nintendo Switch video game thought. Uh, I think this is okay. a... <laughs> I think this is a... These two games are a trial run okay. for Nintendo. I think that releasing these two games the way they did... Because they're both, you know, one's a really popular game that has a very niche audience, but is very popular with that audience, and mm-hmm. it has a ton of accolades. The other one is a sequel to a very successful game that a lot of people are excited for. I think this is a test run for Nintendo to see if cloud gaming is a viable option for not the Nintendo Switch, but the Nintendo Switch quote-unquote Pro. Yeah. And now, this is why oh. I feel that way. I think this next Switch is going to have an option to have 4 or 5G uh, compatibility. Because, mm-hmm. yes, people play the Switch primarily, especially, you know, I know I do, a lot of people ha- own the Switch as a portable console for console gaming on the go. Mm-hmm. So for them to do this, it kind of leads me to believe that the next, if they're going to continue doing cloud stuff and then continue pushing the handheld side of the Switch, I think that it's going to have some kind of you know mobile internet interface something connectivity uh for cloud gaming to be more of a viable option for people to to uh uh, buy uh, to buy into Mm -hmm. kenny your thoughts sorry i just let out like the biggest burp i'm so glad i didn't distract you from i can smell it from here i live two hours away (laughs) i can smell it from here i i'm i'm it totally makes sense that they would try to go for like a cloud game or a stream gaming thing considering both sony and microsoft have that so they have to maintain a competitive edge when they move into the next like generation, yeah. Both Sony and Microsoft let people play legacy games on their consoles. That too. So for Nintendo to pick up on this, uh, it seems kind of weird when they can also have like Switch games on the eShop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or better games on their online service. They Nintendo has never been good at prioritizing what they need to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, there's a bunch of stuff that they could do right now, but they probably are looking at like their options in diverting like where they're going to put the work into and yeah. what could get us the most money the quickest. Yeah. Having a streaming service, another service to add on there. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. and um, But you know what? I'm on board if it works. Yeah, big, big if it works. Like you yeah. said, I cannot fucking imagine running those games on my mobile switch now when my switch is in the dock hardwired into the internet i shouldn't have a problem but yeah that's not gonna happen on mobile yeah. 
if you're you, you if, if you're sitting on the toilet i doubt you'd get good performance no no from your from your butthole or the switch anyway um well you know what this actually um we have a lot of like connect uh, connecting tissue here in this episode this brings hey. me to another thing i was thinking about connecting tissue toilet you didn't even know you disgust me that's super you funny disgust me. you didn't even know you're nasty you're talking about poop toilet humor now i don't think you listened to the first few episodes of our podcast toilet humor <laughs> wait we're, you think i like toilet humor? we're not That's above disgusting. this matt not below it either matt come to the <laughs> trash with me this is where we make yeah. our money we have to scrounge for that yeah. gold in there we get nothing we don't get paid for this <laughs> nintendo send me free shit anyway um so well a, a thing that i'm noticing now uh with control so i did the control trial and there are two different modes for that game. Okay. There, fuck off, beeping horn outside. I thought so it was somebody screaming. Modes. Jesus Christ. No. So there's two different modes. There's performance mode, and then there's like graphics mode or something. I don't know the exact yeah. names. There's one with like 60 frames per second, visual, whatever the fuck, that helps it run better. And there's one that makes it look prettier. Mm-hmm. I, that, that's a thing with the PS5, isn't it? Um, is, is that a thing with the PS5 too, where there's like two, games. you can either play, okay, why, how is that next gen if you have to pick and choose? Shouldn't it just be the one? What the fuck? Yeah. Diminishing returns, diminishing returns. Why would I buy a PS5 if I still have to pick between good gameplay or good graphics? Shouldn't the selling point be you get both? What the fuck is happening? In theory, they should make the game with the graphics that they have and not having to turn that down and it should still run as super smooth as they expected it. Because it's not like you have a range with the hardware like you do with PC. Yeah. It feels like we're paying more to get less. It's so fr- fucking frustrating. Uh, but you know what console is not going to have that problem? There's a, the new console coming up. There's a new console coming out, Kenny. It's not the KFC this time. No. There is another... I can't believe th- so, this year is just jam-packed with like more fighters entering the ring. It's like the Super Smash Brothers of fucking console wars now. It's finger-looking um, good for gamers this it year. It is, yeah. It really is. We're we're getting some options. So, if you don't, so I mean, if you don't want to get a Nintendo Switch, and you don't want to get the monolith that is the Xbox Series F, whatever the fuck that's called, the fridge, and you, yeah, and you don't want to get the big fucking space heater that is the PS5, and you don't want to get the chicken warmer that is the KF console. Which, which then, I don't know why you wouldn't, but let's continue on as if that's not insane. Yeah. If you don't want any of that, there's another option for you. And it's not emulation. It's not PC. No. It's the Tesla. (laughs) Elon Musk is bringing us console gaming on the go. I don't know how you could get more on the go than that. Four wheels, baby. You got a PS5 inside a fucking Tesla now. I don't know the specifics because I'm not a fucking tech head. I'm not going to pretend to even know what the fuck a T-flop is. I don't give a fuck about T-flops. But the new Tesla that's coming out, uh, I think it's like the Tesla Series S or whatever. Mm. Stop with the fucking series. I hate this shit. Just call it the Tesla 7. Um, So it's going to have a bunch of capabilities in there to where you can play fucking Cyberpunk, Witcher, like first-party titles straight up on there, PS5, like, I, I think it's, like, on par or better than the PlayStation 5, whatever the fuck that has to offer. Okay. Um, I, now, I know originally on the other Tesla models, you could play, like, Stardew Valley and Minecraft and shit. So it already kind of was a gaming console, but now it's, like, a fucking... Legit gaming console. Like, a console. gaming console. Yeah, like, now it's, like, you know, we're not talking Flappy Bird anymore, kids. We're playing Mario on here. We're no longer so, in the casuals well, territory. Yeah, we are no longer in casuals territory, which means you can't actually talk about it any more than that. Yeah. So, anyway... Uh, Kevin Hart in Borderlands? No, no. Before we move on, do you have more stuff to talk about with the Tesla? No, fuck the Tesla. Fuck the fuck Tesla. Musk. So I, I want to talk about Kevin Hart in Borderlands. So, so, so I don't, have you ever played Borderlands? No, I've never had an interest. Okay. Well, imagine, um, this tall, like, uh, soldier, dark skinned, okay. um, okay. stern, serious. Muscular? Yeah. Who do you think uh, you would cast as him if he was a live action in a movie, you know? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I actually thought him exactly because he basically looks like him. Um, so instead... He's going to play Handsome Jack. Instead, um, the Borderlands movie casted Kevin Hart. 
is rolling. Is he gonna stand on apple boxes? What the fuck? Yeah, they're gonna, they're probably just gonna surgically like <laughs> enhance his legs. <laughs> they're gonna. The thing is, they're gonna the give is, him extra shins. <laughs> Dwayne Dwayne the Rock Johnson is not the sign of a good movie. And I know we're going into movie territory here, but it's a game movie again, so we're in the game Kevin movie Hart. zone now. Yeah, it counts. Um, so Dwayne the Rock Johnson is not a good sign of a good movie. Kevin Hart. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, Kevin Hart is even worse. Oh, if, <laughs> I thought you were getting his name wrong. I'm sorry, no, I'm no. stepping on you. It, so if yeah, so if I see Dwayne the Rock Johnson's cast in a movie, I'm like, oh, it's probably not a good movie. But you know, he's in some good projects. If I see Kevin he's Hart, fine. he's fine. If I see Kevin Hart, I'm like, fuck, dude, this movie has no hope. <laughs> like, yeah, damn. I, I honestly can't say I've ever been excited to see Kevin Hart in anything. I don't, not that I dislike him. I just have, I, I'm just not a fan. I'm not interested. Yeah, and he's never I, he's attached never to good products. Yeah, usually it's just st- stuff that'll make him money. Yeah, which, good for him. Respect the hustle. Oh, yeah, but no, doesn't mean I have to be excited out. for him, you know? Yeah. But another um, poor video game movie decision. Um, if you're going to trash mo- like video game movies this hard, just let Uwe Boll just do all of them oh, i miss him i miss him <laughs> they were, i want to go to his restaurant they were fun trash he has a restaurant he has a restaurant in uh in in i think vancouver <clears throat> and he's like freak he's like frequent there like he he's very involved apparently and i hear it's a good restaurant and i hear he will fight any critic of that restaurant that wants to fight him <laughs> classic did you know that i know he did that for critics of his movie he'll box him yeah I I don't know what in his mind thinks that changes the fact that his stuff is bad. Yeah. If Sometimes I, if I it can makes beat you feel up, better. Then I'm and then I'm right. Like, dude, that's well, that's how that lady uh, that that gave me shit at work today made me feel. Yeah. I just like I was so pissed. I'm like, if I could just like punch something, I'll feel better. Yeah. Even though like, and now actually, that's not a good analogy because I was still right. Yeah. She. How does that work? She hmm. would. No, 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 no. All right. Flip it. She would have to box you. I'd still win. You would still I'm win scrappy. either way. I'm scrappy. Yeah, you don't want to fight this guy. I don't fight fair. <laughs> I fight to survive. He'll bite whatever he needs to. He'll kick I'll in the bite, shins. I'll bite, suck anything. <laughs> why would you suck, if it why would you suck in alive, a fight? If it keeps me alive, I'll suck anything. <laughs> uh, that's a, a excellent quote from Matt Devine now. I think we could put that on your headstone. Which would be yeah. ironic, because clearly Look, it didn't work this time. Kenny, I live by three sayings. If you can one catch of them, me, you can have me. If you can take me, you can oh, have me. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's one of yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, you want me to do it. All right. Um, No game, no hype. That's two. And smoke them if you got them. Uh, that could be number four if I ever have a fourth. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Please, what's the third? Borderlands, man. A game I don't care. Why would I? Why would I tell you so you would know? Yeah. If you're gonna quiz Super. me in the future, I should know what to study from. You know too, and that's a passing grade. Two out of three I, ain't bad. I actually appreciate that. Meatloaf nice. said it. Meatloaf so, said it. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so our last and like probably the biggest part of what we're gonna talk about on this episode are the game stonks oh dude i don't know about you i still got i still have other things i want to go into before we i feel like that's going to be a big topic oh, i have do? other things we can talk then I'll about cut, yeah. then i'll cut this out then okay I, that's all I, that's all i had on my paper but what do you got okay i have more that i didn't tell you oh, so hit me. Uh, aside from that so <clears throat> I, I i recently played two new games like new new games that came out this week that i wanted to discuss uh for not not necessarily discuss those games because i haven't beaten them yet um and I, I don't really want to like go too too much into detail. Uh, but I just realized, actually, you're right. We didn't even go in like what we even fucking did this week. We just hopped right into the news. Kenny, I'm gonna let you in know a little secret. I don't think anyone cares. I care because I want to plug um, I want to plug Rocky's stream real quick. I played some Smash with him on Friday. Check him out again. Aww. Our good guest Rocky. Then you know what? Let's let's pitch let's pitch everything at the end because I have something I want to pitch too. So we'll okay. get to that. We'll we'll save that for last. Okay is all is all that shit okay. you can learn about us later um but uh no so hades okay ruined a lot of games for me mm. i think hades is so good that games get caught in its orbit 
and then just like kind of collapsed in on themselves as the supermassive giant star that Hades is just sucks them in and destroys them. So Cyber Shadow and another game, uh, Sword of the Necromancer, just came out. Okay. I recently got both games. I got Cyber Shadow because I'm a big fan of Yacht Club games. I, I liked um, I, I liked Shovel Knight a lot, and I've, I was pretty excited about that. I like Ninja Gaiden type games, whatever. Uh, I had little Metroidvania type shits. So that's what I expected to get out of this. And then Sword of the Necromancer is another game that I got that um, <clears throat> is, is an, it's another roguelike. And the trailer for that is actually what hooked me in. I fucking love that tra- the trailer to that game. It's got a great little um, like 2D animated trailer. And then like just the visuals for the game itself mm-hmm. look really cool. So it just it looks awesome. So I picked it up. Um, both games are just not as good as, as Hades, which I know like I don't want to compare every game. But that doesn't seem the way fair. It, yeah, <laughs> it's not fair. It's really not. But. When Hades, you know, when something is done so right, Mm -hmm. you notice it. And, like, it kind of sets a standard. It sets the bar too high, and so everything else kind of loses its flavor. Yeah. It's like, I could be playing Hades right now, though. Yeah. The way Hades is structured, and I know we discussed this before, but the way Hades is structured with how, um, how progression is and how even if you die, like, you're still having fun because you know that you can still, like... I'm never frustrated playing Hades. Even if I get to the last boss and I die with like a one little bit of health left on their meter, I still have a smile on my face when I die because I know that going into the next run, I'm going to be a little stronger, a little more just ready and, and just prepared for the situation. And I get little well, st- oh. extra story beats and there's just, it, it's a lot more fun. They're always tossing um, new stuff at you too. Yeah. And they're always, it, yes. So, and you just never know what you're going to get. So, these two games that I played just feel needlessly frustrating mm-hmm. because I don't get any of that satisfaction that I got with Hades. Again, it's, it sucks that I'm comparing them, but it, it doesn't feel satisfying to die in Cyber Shadow when it just feels fucking frustrating and cheap. Mm. Like, there are certain moves that you'll do in that game that sometimes will kill an enemy and sometimes won't. And it's fucking annoying because I'll have a run that I do... Uh, from a safe point, you know, moving forward, mm-hmm. and I'll do a move that killed the enemy last time, but doesn't now, and it fucks with your flow, and then when you die, you're just frustrated, and then the story isn't really that great, it really lost me at, like, the, like, three, four, like, three-fifths of the way in, kind of, mm-hmm. uh, like, the, you know, by the third act there, and so, um, without that good story to, like, really get me engaged, it's like, okay, it's just gonna be one frustrating set piece, that I'm eventually going to get lucky and beat and master and then move on to the next one. But I get nothing out of the last one. I'm not entertained. I'm not excited to move on. I don't get any power-ups that are all that exciting and and unique to this game. Some of the... So you get these like little um, supplemental power-ups every now and again that are fun. Those are Mm -hmm. cool. But the actual permanent ones are not that exciting. You get a dash move so late in the game. And it's like... I was going to say... it. Until you said you have no, like, satisfying upgrades or something like that, I was like, well, you're almost describing Dark Souls where you just throw yourself at a wall over and over again until yeah, you get lucky exactly that one time. that's exactly how it feels. But yeah. Dark and Souls then, has enough polish and, like, the gameplay is fun, so you continue to do it, you know? It's an, Yeah, the, the loop itself is fun, yeah. but then for this, it just, the loop just feels outdated. Yeah. And then you get to... And then when finally something new happens... So like late like later late in the game, um, you see the sentient motorcycle, and it's okay. like oh my god! Finally, they're leaning into the whole cyberpunk aesthetic of this game mm-hmm. that's been non-existent. Like there's been like technology and shit, but it's just it's it's not presented all that well, so it doesn't feel that entertaining or engaging. Mm-hmm. So then you see the sentient motorcycle, and it's like okay, that's kind of interesting. Then there's this driving level that is frustrating as fuck, and you instantly just keep dying. It's it's very annoying. Um, and then the 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 motorcycle turns into a machine, like a big robot. But that robot, and then you play a level with that robot, and it's weaker than your character is at that point in the game. So it just feels like you're playing as the first like your the first phase of your mm-hmm. character from early game, and it's so lame. And then the charge up attack for that is like it's just so fucking dull. You can't do any double jump or dash or anything with this robot. So there's really no fucking like I'd rather be playing as the boring ninja than this mech suit that I'm now in. It sucks. It sucks. And it's like I'm I don't even know why the fuck I'm still playing it. Sort of the necromancer. I'm still early on in so i I still want to continue with that just because 
everything around the gameplay for me right now is very engaging. I love the story. I love the visuals. The 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 environments are cool. You know, a dungeon crawler. Mm-hmm. So I still have a lot of time I want to I want to spend with that game. But Cyber Shadow is just fucking losing me. Like I don't know what the hell happened to Yacht Club Games between all the shit they did for Shovel Knight, the fantastic shit they did for Shovel Knight, and then this game that they um that they produced. So mm-hmm. uh, they why well, I don't think they developed it. I think they just produced it or something. Okay. I, I don't think they yeah, were as they, I don't think they were as involved because uh, I know there's like Machine Games or Machine whatever the fuck the other company mm-hmm. is. Um, they weren't as involved with this as they were with um, Shovel Knight, but again, their names on it, and Shovel Knight's a masterpiece. So, it, it, it's it's a modern classic. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard get get to follow that up with something original, and you're just giving us Ninja Gaiden again with very yeah. light Metroidvania vibes. It's like even that even the Metroidvania stuff. There's not enough in it to really uh, sell the game. If you're a diehard fan of Metroidvanias, don't get Cyber Shadow because it's it's too linear for you. So so this is it, it sounds to me this isn't necessarily like a trash game, but it's very like middle level. It's mid-tier. very it's very underwhelming. Mm-hmm. It's very disappointing. It's not a bad game. It's frustrating, but you know some people like that kind of frustration. Yeah. Good for you. I don't. I like to have fun when I play games. And uh, yeah, no. Th- yeah, there's a lot to there's a lot to enjoy with this game. Again, some of the extra uh, uh, like the the degradable power ups that'll go away if you get hit three times. Mm-hmm. Some of those are really cool. I really enjoy some of those, but a lot of it is just so half baked mm. and kind of dull that it just doesn't work for me. But again, if you see it for on sale for like ten bucks, pick it up. It's probably you might really enjoy it if you like games that you have if you like to replay replay the same level multiple times to try to beat it then you might really enjoy it i don't know that's kind of that's kind of sad honestly yeah all and i blame hades because I, I feel like if i didn't play hades first it would have been with the satisfying progression yeah yeah it would have been better yeah that's my rant i'm done that's it all right well, well that's about it see you <laughs> <laughs> and this has been casuals no, um, I've actually, uh, I, I picked up a new game recently. Um, have you ever heard of For the King? That's a chess game. No, not necessarily. What is it? It's a, um, it? it's a tabletop simulator RPG game. So it's like a Dungeons and Dragons thing, but with many roguelike elements. And so you have this he- hexagonal board, hexagonal board, um, and you make your own like RPG hero. And you go across the board and you fight monsters and all that and you gain XP, you get like quest items, you get quests, you get like new gear and all that. Yeah. And that's super fun. But the most important part of this actually is yep. that it's an adventure like that you could play with three players. So okay. uh, I've been playing uh, with my friend Avery and James um, and we've had so many moments where... so. You could burn focus, um, which you get back to increase your chances of like getting a hit or getting a critical attack. And so we have to manage like how we're doing things and how we're going to approach certain enemies because we have to be in within a radius of each other in order to actually fight this enemy. And so we can like decide like, hey, um, this guy looks super fucking tough. Can we try and ambush him? Oh, it's like a 10% to ambush him. If we fail, we get fucked. Uh, mm. You have a lot of like life or death moments like that, and where you're really like, yeah, you ever played XCOM? Uh, I've not played XCOM, but I'm familiar with the uh, the percentage the, the thing concept. Yeah. So, so you have a lot of like battles that hinge on like, I know it's eighty percent, but am I going to make it? If I don't, we're dead. Um, okay. It's only seven bucks on PS4 right now. I definitely recommend checking it out. If you have friends to play with. Okay. Yeah. So if, if you don't have friends like me, then Then don't. Don't, play. don't bother. Don't bother. And uh, Matt got so bored of my For the King. <laughs> uh, no, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Okay. I'm, I'm cool. seeing if it's on the Switch. Cool. Cool. I'm listening. Cool. Kenny, you. no. I'm not bored. I'm looking up the game. and See if it's on the Switch. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, definitely check it out if you're a fan of tabletop RPGs. It's like a really light Dungeons & Dragons. Okay, you know, that kind of, so, some of what you mentioned, because I, I didn't really get, I, I can't picture it in my brain. I saw some yeah. images uh, when I looked it, it up looks on ugly. my Switch. Um, mm. Is it kind of, have you played uh, 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 um, mm, Into the Breach? No, what's that about? 
It is a um it's a very similar it kind of feels like a tabletopy kind of game. Okay. Um and ooh, how do, how do you even describe it? So was that you the one made as, by the Darkest Dungeon people? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. You play as these these three mechs. Okay. And there's like different there's like different builds for like different mechs that you can end up buying like later mm-hmm. on in the game. In-game money. No no microtransactions here. Um and then you're dropped on this map where you have to kind of it's not a, it's not really about winning it's about mitigating damage and disaster mm-hmm. so it's like okay you know that it kind of comes down to do i let this building get destroyed or do i possibly let one of my robots get destroyed what's going to be better in the long run and then you kind of do builds from there mm-hmm. and then what's really cool about that is that if you do end up like let's say all your mechs die and you're fucked up that world is done like and it gets overrun, fresh. it gets destroyed. You, your character, the the main one that you have that you select, gets sent off to an alternate universe that's oh. also being infested. Yeah, so it, it it makes every it makes every encounter really like it, it's kind of samey, but in a good way mm. because this is a threat. The the vex, it's a threat that's all throughout. Um, kind of like different like different realities and like you know multiple dimensions okay. and, and shit like that so if you fuck up in one world it's like oh well this one's just gonna die and i have to go on to this other one mm-hmm. didn't a show do that where it's like a rick and morty thing yeah where they just find another world that's yeah. identical and they just go to that one and they said what yeah we can only do that like twice that's how this game feels because all your friends are dead you go off to this other fucking world where the same shit's kind of going down and then you gotta try again even though and it's like no clock resets. Those people, they're all fucking dead. You got to try again here and maybe try to save these people. That, and it's so fucking entertaining. I love it. That's a really fun way to do that because in For the King, yeah. you know, it's different each time. You do permanently die. And when you do, you just start a new game like in a different world like nothing yeah. ever happened. That's a cool way of doing yeah. that. Um, it's, it's not. Very, you know what? It's very engaging. It sounds like the damage mitigation thing is more like XCOM. I would say For the King is more like. Uh, do you remember Arkham Horror? I never played that. I we I, didn't we try to play the board game. Yes, I believe you try. It was a lot of setup. You may have played once or twice. I'm pretty sure you were there, but it's all about like strategizing with your friends to like successfully like take out enemies. You know. Okay. And um, but you have no basis for that because you don't remember that game. Once this pandemic's over, though. Let's let's fucking get something together though. I miss Arkham Horror with to. the boys. I want board. I want more board games. I have so many board games that I that I got that I cannot play because my schedule is fucked up mm-hmm. and my roommates like it, we don't have the time. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just I'm waiting for this pandemic to be over so we could actually go back to life. But you know, we'll see how long it takes. I'm not you know in any we'll rush. See if everybody can fucking wear masks. God damn it. Please. I'm on the short list for a vaccine. What you're on the what list? I'm on the short list for a vaccine. Really? For uh, the yeah. first phase? Yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. I wasn't. Because I'm a, I'm a fat motherfucker. Oh. If you have, uh, in the state of Pennsylvania, if your BMI is over, I think, like, 25.0 or some shit, mm-hmm. then you, um, you're you you're automatically, because uh, you do it, my, my healthcare network automatically puts you in, then you're put in for that. Because... The thing is, too, with these vaccines, a lot of people don't want them, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, they're like, I'll wait until the the kinks get worked out. It's like, no, dude, just get it. It's fine. The kinks are already worked out. Just get it. It's fine, I promise. My my mom sent me an article. She sent me an article. She's like, oh, well, she didn't send me an article. She said, be careful because it can sterilize you. If you're young, it can sterilize you. And they'll put razor blades in the Halloween candy. (laughs) Yeah, they'll put, oh, yeah, there's razor blades in in the vaccine. First off, if it sterilizes me, that's awesome because it saves me the fucking time and pain of getting a fucking vasectomy. Yeah, Ugh. I don't want kids. If twenty years from now we live in a children of men world because this vaccine sterilized all the men, I'd be so fucking happy. We, I, we kids, don't need dude. to have any more kids. kids. Fuck them, kids. We're good. We'll just close. I don't them. want kids. Dude, the same way I didn't want movies for a year so I can catch up on all the old ones, I don't want kids for like two years. Yeah. So that way we could just you know just just come on like catch up. We're fine. Um. But no, I'm on the short list. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. I mean, it's not good because I'm fat, but like, <laughs> yeah, it's not well, really that great. Well, I, <laughs> wait, maybe I should rethink that. <laughs> it's almost like no, I'm not, I'm gonna wait till phase B because I'm not that. <laughs> I I don't qualify. I'm fine. No, uh, 
thinking about that, like they, my work sent me this list um, of like, you know, qualifications you have to meet. I'm like, well, shit, I guess I don't really meet it. But also, wh like, what was my job doing? Like, they said they would, like, sign us up for it. But really, they just sent us the qualification list and told us to contact the department. They actually didn't do yeah. anything. <laughs> just like, Thank you. hey, man, it's it's just like everything else with the pandemic, especially with the last regime that was in power. Mm. It's this mentality of every man for themselves. Mm -hmm. Everyone for themselves. Oh, Good luck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you oh oh you you want to get on PUA or um, you want to get on unemployment? Good fucking luck. No one's gonna help you. If you can figure it out, fine. If not, well, have fun during tax season. Um, it's every there's no fucking help or assistance coming your way. You have to do it yourself in life with everything. This is just it's it's such a fucking life lesson. Well, do it yourself because no one's gonna help you. Well, here's the thing. Like every time, like also the poor common man tries to get ahead. You know, i.e., like maybe playing the stock market. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. they want to introduce regulation to, you know, stop that because it's really only meant for the rich to get richer, you know, and yeah, if, only, if, the only the yeah. rich can be happy. Yeah. If the poor can make easy money, then well, something must be wrong here. That's not how it goes. Yeah. I thought oh, it was no, the free our market. precious system. Yeah. No. So, so do you, do you understand the GameStop uh, stock situation? Do you know about that? I so I know about it. <clears throat> I don't know all that much about stocks. Okay. I know that it's fucking up rich people, and I bought uh, some stock in AMC. That's fantastic. So, essentially, what ha happened was uh, this one uh, company. Uh, they they have the hedge fund the hedge fund company. Uh, they have a practice of short selling. So what short selling is is they'll borrow a stock from their broker, right? They'll sell that immediately for the cash that it's worth. Then they'll invest their money in stocks in a company that is declining, right? And then once... Wait, wait. You mean to tell me GameStop's declining? Yeah, it was. I wish we'd just let it die. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like, just go away already. I wish they could have done this with a better company that deserved it more. But whatever. Yeah, like AMC. Like AMC. Yeah, because those uh, theater stocks, shit, they're not doing good this year at all. But... So they uh, invest their money in a company that's declining because they know the stock price is going to go down. So they yeah. essentially, they get the money um, from the difference they made between selling that original stock and like giving their broker back that really shitty stock. And that's called short selling. And it might be illegal. I'm not 100% sure. I know it's a free market. Um, it's one of those shady things that's like if you're rich, that's fantastic. If you're poor, then no, you know. Um, yeah. As with anything, I mean, if, if you hit someone with your car and you're broke, then your life is over. But if you're rich, then you're just Matthew Broderick. If, oh, no. <laughs> Call out Matthew Broderick. Get out here. That's what we do here. Casuals doesn't like Matthew Broderick. Neil, Neil Druckmann, Matthew Broderick, we're making a list of enemies. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sarah Jessica Parker, did, come down here. I want to fight you. But, uh, yeah, I mean, when you have um, crimes that can you can get bailed out, like, or fines, you know, um, if, let me rephrase this, if you can get out of the law by paying a certain amount of money, then the law only exists for the poor. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. so these, uh, these people on Reddit... They saw that this company was going to do that. They were um, buying a lot of GameStop uh, stock, GameStop, I'm going to call it for now, to short mm -hmm. them. Um, and they said, fuck that, actually. And so they all got together and they purchased, like a lot of people who thrown their life savings into this cheap GameStop stock. And you know what that did? It gave it the, the, the highest stock GameStop's ever had? It went like last time i checked it went up to like 134 or something like that it may it may have went up above that i think actually it might be in like the 300s right now and so what that does is that like with the amount of stock that this hedge fund company bought that will give them a major loss um because they're yes. not there's no they're no longer making money on the difference they have to pay for the loss they get from it. that that's yeah, because they're playing with money that they don't technically have, right? Exactly. But yeah. the thing is, they also 
have to return the stock within a certain amount of time or face a heavy fine and potentially go out of business that way. So okay. Reddit's idea and, you know, the common people's idea actually right now, because uh, we're all holding that line together. Is us versus them. Us versus them is let's keep driving it up and drive them out of fucking business. This is class warfare and all here for it. I want every single Wall Street <clears throat> piece of shit to jump off the 30th floor. Mm. And here's the thing. Um, there's more drama that occurred with it within the last week. So you know the app Robinhood? Yes. So uh, Robinhood is, you know, um, just for people who don't know, it's an app that allows you to access the stock, stock, <laughs> stock market. The stock market for people who aren't too familiar with it, um, it has an easy to use interface, you know, so anybody could play the stock market. And that was what they made the app on, the idea that anybody should be allowed to play the stock market. It's called Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, steal from the rich and give to the poor. Well, when this started happening, um, uh, Robin Hood stopped the sale of GameStop stocks. Now, ah. is that market manipulation? Hmm. Uh, I think that is the real market manipulation, not a bunch of redditors with seven fifty an hour jobs yeah. putting money into a company they like. Yeah. So hmm. potential market manipulation. Um, you have people from the right and people from the left agreeing that the stock market has always been a free market, um, and we should fight for this. And Robin Hood is going to be in deep trouble. Now, recently, I think after, you know, uh, they were called out by both AOC and even Ted Cruz. Um, they fuck got, Ted Cruz. Fuck Ted Cruz. I love AOC. Her uh, Ted Cruz was like, I fully agree to like AOC's tweet. And she's like, um, thank you, but no, thank you. I'm going to go with, uh, I'd like to, to reach across the aisle with people who haven't tried to kill me in the last week. So <laughs> You want to help resign? <laughs> yeah, resign. Um, quick, quick side note. Uh, did you know that Ted Cruz likes... I heard he likes to pee his pants, so he feels the warm feeling down his legs. Did you know that? I heard he does that. He yeah. does that while in, in you know, uh, in like business meetings and shit. Yeah, a much more popular podcast than this uh, reported that. But yeah, he does like to pee his pants. So his big old diaper. Uh, yeah, um, resign, Ted Cruz, if you're listening. Kill yourself, Ted Cruz. Yeah. I'm gonna say kill yourself. Yeah, I don't... I'm gonna say commit suicide on national television, like on Fox News, while you're doing an interview. Just like cut, like rip your throat open or something. That's a Matt, that's a Matt thing. Kenny can be separate. From I can't. That. A Matt I thing. can't legally. Yeah, I can't legally add that. I support that. You know, I I don't know if that's uh yeah. I don't know. I, I think I, that's something. I'm, I think all politicians should do that. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna talk to my lawyer friend after the show. You know, and uh, yep, we'll see. My yeah. your my lawyer advises me not to uh, suggest politicians <laughs> commit suicide yeah. in national television. I, I think I I think we should bring it back. I think if you're a disgraced politician, you should kill yourself on national television. Just completely naked. Humiliate yourself. You mean like that first episode of Black Mirror? But without the killing himself? No, what episode is that? Oh, the one where uh, the politician had to, like, have sex oh, with Oh, well, he the... has to fuck the pig. Yeah, he had to fuck the pig. Yeah. Um, in which case... Yeah, but with suicide. Well, in which case, that's what Ted Cruz's wife does every week. Remember when Trump made fun of made fun of him and her and then he still like yeah. started sucking his toes yeah if you call ted cruz's wife ugly he'll uh support you all the way through uh and if you imply that his father or him uh, are serial killers then ted cruz is you know behind you all the way he, he, he's the weasley's dumbest motherfucker in congress i can hear him breathing heavily from here did you did you know he thought the paris agreement was uh for the citizens of paris yep. <laughs> like yep. are you are you like you're a sitting senator dude where he calls him he calls him freedom fries <laughs> where did we leave off on this gamestop thing i hate ted cruz so much oh my god can that yeah, i he's think he's a fucking cuck i think that's the episode title i hate, I ted, hate cruz ted cruz so much, so much. it's not <laughs> it's gonna be the small tidbit of the episode but that's the, <laughs> that's the, that's the whole sentiment we want to carry I'm, I'm with it I'm with it. I, I hate Ted Cruz. Because, uh, I mean, I'd rather that than, in, in quotes, the episode title be Ted Cruz Kill Yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that might not be good. I don't know if Spotify would support us. Definitely wouldn't get I on Apple. I Spotify would like that. I like it, but well, whatever. It doesn't matter what I like. Yeah. This is my show now. I did the intro. I think... I'm, the, I'm the casual guy now. 
I'm the casuals now. <laughs> I think Ted Cruz should um, take a bunch of shot glasses, stack them up on each other, wrap duct tape around them, and shove them up his ass. I think that I think that would be a good start to atoning for his insurrection against the United States and his general hypocrisy. Should chop his penis off. I think I think less people would storm the Capitol if you started chopping penises off. I mean, yeah, I. I don't know if we have to start a new party that supports that, because I don't know if any of the current parties support that. Um, the Penis Pop Party? No. <laughs> no, that's not... <laughs> the Penis Party. The Penis Party. The Pen 15 Party, actually. Here it is. The Pen Island Party. Oh, uh, that's super funny stuff. Where did I actually leave off with this this GameStop stuff? Oh my god, I don't know. Um, Everybody buy stock in GameStop and AMC. Yeah. Oh yeah, so Robin Hood um now will allow... This fucking guy, this fucking guy out here, fuck off, you piece of shit. <laughs> Shut that fucking motorcycle up your urethra. Do you want do I have him as a guest to talk about why he does that every single podcast? Yeah, hey, get over here, dude. I there's like three of them. They do it on fucking purpose, I swear to god. They're like, oh, they're recording casuals. We have to ruin it. They they're actually This town is just full of dipshits. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger from the future. And he knows that casuals eventually becomes uh uh uh, <laughs> he knows that Skynet. casuals is gonna eventually. No, he knows that casuals is gonna get canceled because I think Ted Cruz should commit public suicide, and uh, he's trying to stop us from from saying these things. I don't care. You can't you can't arrest me for thought crime. I think that's a good note to end on. Eat the rich. Eat the. <laughs> hey guys, real quick before we go, this is Matt talking, the one host. And I just want to let you know, I'm working on another podcast right now with my other good friend, Justin. No relation. What, 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 what? What, 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 what? Yeah, so check it out. This show's called First Marks, where we discuss directors and their features. Um, it's a lot more interesting than that, but I- I'm done. Uh, so no, I have a show. Audiences say, wow, I really love this show. Audience is making Potter's face. Uh, no, so I'm, um, I'm working on another show right now called First Marks. We just recorded our first episode. I don't know if it's going to be out by the time this is out, um, but if you're one of the three other people listening to this podcast, I would really appreciate it if you listened to First Marks because Justin and I, um, we love films, we love movies, and we love talking about them. And I put so much fucking work into this show. More than this. This is a, this is my bullshit show. This is my, like, what like uh, Kenny and I at the 11th hour, we think, oh, what, what can we talk about? First Marks we, we is come the up real with show. This, this show comes together... Probably the morning of recording. Yeah, it's, what what happened this week? I don't know. Let's talk about it. Um, but no, yeah. for, uh, no, I, I love doing the show. But first, marks. You know, I'm I'm really I'm primarily a movie guy. So if you want more, um, if you want a more accurate like telling of me and just like get to know me better, I guess listen to that. We put a lot of work mm-hmm. into it. The first episode is out uh, eventually, but check it out. It's uh, on the director Jim Cummings. <laughs> who is, uh, he just directed, he released his second feature, Wolf of Snow Hollow. I love the guy to death. He's fucking amazing. And even if you don't listen to the uh, the episode of First Marks with Jim Cummings, if you don't give a fuck about that, at least watch Thunder Road or Wolf of Snow Hollow. Outstanding director. I love him to death, and you will too. So check that out. Very exciting stuff. Kenny has some exciting stuff coming out soon too, but he hasn't recorded anything yet. I think that's um, good to note that unlike like... Um... This show, which is very, like, it's news-oriented, so, like, it's very outdated quickly. Um, that, like, your show, you can just go back and listen to any time if yeah. you want to, like, you know, know about a certain director or, like, their movies or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, this is... your, your, your show might have more lifetime value well, I hope than, so. than Casuals. Uh, I mean, Casuals, this is more of a, a discussion podcast. So this is mm-hmm. like, if you want to hang with the bros, you listen to Casuals. You want to hang out, talk some video games with your hand in your pants like Paul Bunny or uh, what's-his-face from fucking Married with Children, um, then you listen to this. But if you want to, like, learn something, I hope, about cool directors and maybe discover some new shit, you check out First Marks because I bust my ass for that one. I, we don't even have a logo for this show yet. Actually, Wait, we do. Of, we do. We do. I sent one to you. You sent the photoshopped one? one. I don't even remember what you're talking about. I don't think you sent that. To the me. one that makes us look awful. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. You don't want to use that um, one. <laughs> it's funny. I like it. 
I don't know which one you're talking about. I actually don't think you sent that yet. The one where I'm like fucking sitting there with my gut out. I literally am sitting with my gut out. I photoshopped you you in. I'm holding like a PNG of a controller. There's Mountain Dew Doritos. Sonic the Hedgehog poster. Yeah, okay. I do remember that. I think I'm going to start working with Adobe Spark to figure out a different solution. (laughs) A very a very strong contender i'll say it's up on the list it's on well it's on our um, instagram i posted that on the instagram so it's there i love actually, that picture <laughs> actually i just made an instagram and uh so i started checking some of that shit out i was like you know let's let's see what matt's been doing do, do you I'm hate like, oh. do you hate what i'm doing with that you can tell me i think i think <laughs> your instagram is a whole lot more entertaining because it seems like there's an actual person behind it as opposed to the robotic like twitter feed i have where i'm like this episode is out check this no. out yeah the, the twitter I... I essentially use as like a as a link extension you know i try to humanize and then it. my actual personality comes through on like my actual twitter which i share everything from so <laughs> no i, 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 try, no, to, I, I love, try to i love the instagram okay yeah. yeah then it's gonna keep being uh shit posty yeah this one kenny That's fine. i made my head like two times as big <laughs> and my head <laughs> My favorite part is I love my hand. I ha- I made larger, so it looks like I have this big fucking monkey hand holding a, a PNG of a controller. I'm gonna cry. It's awful. It's so it's bad. So, I love it, it. I'm gonna cry because it's so beautiful that it brings a <laughs> tear to my eye. You know, it's not like a bad cry. Yeah, it's great. It's it's so much fun. That has the most likes out of anything we posted. <laughs> I'm so great. You used such a good picture for me. Hey, that's one you sent. That the one in the purple shirt. Uh, oh no, no, that's one. That's not the one I. You sent. didn't send that. I found that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I gotta My... take a piss. I gotta piss yeah. so bad. This episode hey. just went downhill. <laughs> Everybody, we... thank you we, for listening. We definitely ranted. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> this has been casual. That's the show. Get used to uh, it. Get used to it, Buttercup. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Listen to First Marks. Listen to Casuals. Kenny's got shit coming out. Follow us on everything: Instagram, Twitter, Casuals cast right casuals every day matt matt and kenny casuals 100 years 100 years casuals all right i gotta pee okay bye thank you Take a ride.